Good morning. Do I have to try to follow up with the accent the whole service? Of preaching the accent? Yeah? I'll try. No, I, I can't. I can't. Uh, it is a fitting psalm, though, for uh, myself to be the one to bring this message. Um, when, I, when I got the, you know, the assignment several weeks ago, um, from Pastor Josh um, and, and bringing this psalm in our series. Um, for me to be the one to bring the psalm about singing and gladness and happy and, you know, all those sort of things, it's just, it like doesn't fit my personality, like the way that I, you know, am as a, as a person. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of just an even keel kind of person. Uh, earlier, this morning we were testing the the uh, the microphone and we got up here and you know do sound check and the guys like okay that sounds good while you're talking now get excited so we can kind of hear you know make sure that it's not too loud for when you get excited and I'm like well this is pretty much excited so I don't know I I don't know what you're looking for but that's it's kind of kind of me. So um, my name is Pastor John. For those of you that don't know me, I um, do uh, administrative type stuff here, around here, keep, try and keep things in order, try and keep the chairs in line, those kind of things. Um, my family was here for first service, um, so I have my wife Mindy, then my oldest is uh, Hannah, then Caleb, Elijah, yes, the list keeps going, uh, Lydia and uh, Emma. Um, those are my uh, five kids. Uh, the youngest was in nursery uh, this morning. Uh, she's four and redhead, so she's exciting and an exciting person to be around. Um, uh, but my, you know, my personality is just not one to be like, you know, singing and and you know, just like overly happy and all those sort of things. It's just not my personality. My kids can attest to this. Um, you know, this week uh, driving to and from work. Uh, this week I. I working at jobs that are 30 minutes from my house, uh, my radio did not turn on on the way there or on the way back. That's just like, um, that's just not me. You know, I don't hate music. I just, that's just not me. I could listen and sit in silence. My, uh, my kids would tell you that, you know, the, the first verse, you know, make a joyful noise to the Lord, um, you know, would not be, my first thought would not be singing. Like, that's just not who I am. I, I asked my kids in first service. I didn't hear their response, but I'm pretty sure they got it right. My favorite sound, you know, if you're just talking about making a noise, would probably be my truck. That's, that's the kind of noise I like. I like the sound of my truck, you know, maybe not singing or whatever. So it's just like it doesn't fit my personality. But it was good. It's a good and it's good challenge. Um, to think about um, where my heart is and those kind of things. So it's a, it's a fantastic uh, passage um, in, in looking at these, these truths of the Scripture. So I'm going to read uh, the passage one more time without the accent, um, probably also a little bit quicker, um, and, then, and then I'm going to need some help just kind of breaking uh, this down. So Psalm 100, it says, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. 
Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name, for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Now, um, in, in our English language, right, and, and culture, um, and going back, you know, many, many years, right, if we wanted to make something kind of stick in, stick in our minds or put something to song, right, put words to song, what, what would we do? We would make some uh, words that sound alike, right, like we would make rhyming, right, and that's, that's what kind of makes things uh, stick in our minds. That's kind of what makes things in our English uh, language and, and also in just our culture. Um, those are things that sound like they go together, right? You have words that, you know, inflection-wise sound like they go together. Well, Hebrew poetry is just a little bit different than that. It, they don't necessarily uh, group words that sound alike. They group thoughts that sound alike. And so um, I'm going to help, at least this will help me. I don't know, it might help a few of you out there that think like me. Probably none of you, but um, I just need eight helpers real quick. And we're going to break this down. Um, first service was really easy. I could grab all four of my kids and then I just needed a couple extra volunteers. So I'll take the Pearson row for 100, please. Um, <laughs> There's, f- there's five in that row, so I just need three more. No, there's f- only four in that row. Come on, Logan. I need three more. Three more, three more people. Tyler, one. Come on, a couple more. This is really good. doesn't have to be just kids. Come on. There we go. One. Oh, come on. This is brutal. One, two, three, four. Four, five, six, seven, eight. All right, perfect. Okay, so the psalm starts off, and the first uh, kind of action thing uh, is make noise, right? And then we have serve, and then we have come, okay? So that's you, Riggs. And then let's scooch over just a little bit, okay? Nope, not you guys. You stay here. You stay here. Right there. Perfect. All right. Kira, you're going to stand by yourself, and then I'm going to ask you, Trent, to scooch over just a little bit more, okay? And then we've got enter, and then just there's an and there, so you just have to kind of use the same verb, so enter again, and then give, okay? And then I'll have you stand over here as separate. You'll see why in just a second, okay? So so the psalm starts off with three kind of action things that we are supposed to do, okay? And so it says, make noise, and then on the back side, turn it around, it says, joyfully, make noise joyfully. The second one is, serve gladly. Thank you, Lane. And then Riggs says, come, even with a broken arm. He can turn it around. Good job, dude. Nice work. It says, come singing, Okay, so that's how we're supposed to come. And then I'm going to skip Kira for a second. And we're going to come over here. We've got a couple other action words in the next group of verses. And it says, enter thankfully. Okay, enter thankfully. And then it says, and again, we just have to kind of use the same verb there. Enter, and I was going to make up a word like Chad made up a word last week and be cool. 
but I didn't. I said praising instead of like praisefully because of the rest of them, but it is what it is. And then give thanks, right? Give thanks, bless him. And then we've got two, um, two things that are different than the others. They were, uh, they were reasons for the response. The reasons for the first group and the reasons for the second group. Kira's got that one. It says, because... We are his, okay? So group one of, of action words, because we are his. And then the next one, enter thankfully, enter praisefully, give thanks, because we, he is good. So those are, that's how, that's how I break this down in my mind, and that's how um, kind of the, the poetry is written, and so hopefully that helps you guys kind of think about this passage. You guys can go have a seat. You can take the papers with you since I don't need them for a third service. At least I don't think we have one planned. So, so the passage outlines for us several actions that we're supposed to do. Make noise joyfully to the Lord serve the Lord with gladness, come into his presence with thanksgiving, or singing, sorry. And the reason for those three actions are that we are his, that we belong to him. We have a, um, a response because of that truth. Because we are his, we should respond in making noise joyfully, serving the Lord with gladness and come into his presence with singing. And those, those, that group is kind of similar, right? Like, um, you know, singing, joy, happy. Um, it, it's, those are all terms of, you know, uh, putting a smile on your face, those kind of things. And, um, you know, a couple of them, you know, like I said before, you know, the singing part, um, like, I, I love sing like I like music. I don't, you know, dislike music as a person. Um, but my mind often does not work like with my, you know, at the same pace as my mouth, you know? Like, um, so I, I, I could probably write out songs, you know, but I, like remembering the words to them, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. I mean, I wish I could like rap like Lecrae or KB or some of those people, like, that'd be great, but it just, my mind just doesn't work that way. It, it, you know, my mind remembers the words, but my mouth is like five pages behind or something like that. It's just, you know, but serve, you know, it says in verse 2, serve the Lord with gladness. That's something that, um, that's something that I, I, you know, I can get behind. And so maybe, maybe some of you guys today, um, are grabbing on to uh, certain verses, you know, about the singing and about the making noise and, and those kind of things. And others are maybe gravitating towards the serve the Lord with gladness. That's something that um, just rings with me, you know, with serving. I, I love to do stuff with my hands and, and put stuff together and organize and, and those kind of things. And that is something that just I really enjoy. But it should be coming out of a heart of responding to this truth that we are his. Just to give you an example, yesterday we were here um, at the building, uh, myself and uh, Jason. Uh, we were building the VBS set. We were here with 
um, a, a handful of uh, teen young ladies um, that were painting and talking, m- talking and painting some, you know, right? Like, there's a lot of talking going on, but so like I had it all mapped out. Like I was like, okay, here's what the scene looks like. You can, you guys can individually take like one little part and work, work on that individually. And then, you know, and then another person can take another part and work on it. They were all, they were working on the same exact thing and just chat, you know, talking. They they did a fantastic job though. Just wait till you see it next week. I'm going to be um, pretty pretty happy, you know. I think you guys will be happy too with how it looks. It's going to be cool. It's going to be one of our best VBS sets yet. So hopefully, I didn't oversell that at all. But um, but I brought my two sons as well, Caleb and Elijah, and they're a little bit younger. And let's just say that their attention span isn't quite what mine and Jason's is when we were building, right? They were excited for the first couple hours we were here and, and helping and super helpful and, and just glad to be there responding, you know, like this. And I'm like, yeah, that's what this passage is all about. Serve with gladness, you know, like because of the things that we're doing are cool, this should hold your attention, right? And, um, you know, serving that way. Well, first Four hours were great. The last hour was kind of a little bit brutal with the two boys because their attention spans had, they had come to an end. It was time for lunch, time to go home, you know, those kind of things. And, uh, you know, like I'm sitting there like, come on, just serve with gladness, please. (laughs) You know, like just come do it. And it just kind of reminds you like um, the motivation behind it, you know, and the serving part the, the, the gladness comes out of a response from your heart and out of the overflow of, of having this truth remembered in your heart that we are His. The second group of, uh, of actions, enter His gates with thanksgiving and enter His courts with praise, give thanks, bless His name, those are actions responding to the truth uh, that's found in verse 5. It says, For the Lord is good, and His steadfast love endures forever, and His faithfulness to all generations. So our response to the, to the truth that He is good should be us entering His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks and bless his name. You can, why do we need to be reminded or uh, why do we need to have this truth that he is good brought up again in our minds, right? We, we think and we're, you know, us as Christians and us that have grown up being around the Bible and things like that, you're like, God is good. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like a given, right? You don't need to be reminded of that. Well, just think back. Uh, Old Testament, right? The Israelites, one of my favorite, you know, uh, following group, you know, group of people. That one of the best stories um, that you can uh, uh, think of about God's goodness, right? They are in Egypt. They are slaves in Egypt. And what does God do? He sends Moses to uh, have them. 
delivered out of slavery. Finally, Pharaoh, after you know, many, many tries by, by Moses to give him a chance, uh, God sends ten plagues, and finally he lets them go, right? And they go out, and they come up to uh, a body of water called the Red Sea, and they've got an army behind them because Pharaoh, for whatever reason, is super stubborn and whatever, and he sends his army after them. I don't know what he was doing with that, but uh, he sends them anyways. And they're standing at the Red Sea. God parts this sea, and they walk through on dry land, which is absolutely amazing. I can't even imagine what that scene must have looked like. Nothing like we have ever experienced in our life, I'm sure. Walk through the Red Sea. They get to the other side. They see the Egyptian army destroyed, you know, and, and they, go, they go about walking towards the promised land. And not moments later in the scriptures, these people that just saw that, saw all the ten plagues, saw all the things that just happened that God did and God did for them, are saying, Moses, why did you bring us out into the wilderness to die? At least when we were back in Egypt, we had food and shelter. Isn't that un- unbelievable? And we can look at that our, you know, our, today and we're like, man, if I was there, if I was one of those Hebrew people, there's no way that I would complain because I just saw God's miraculous things or whatever happened. You know, we just walked through on, on dry ground through the Red Sea. Well, how many times do we not respond with thankfulness because we don't have in our hearts that God is good and good all the time and His faithfulness endures forever? How many times do we forget about the, the bill that we were, you know, didn't know how we were going to pay, but God miraculously brought funds to pay that bill. Or maybe you were sick or injured and, um, and God uh, healed and, and brought healing to your family. Maybe it was a family member or yourself. Um, you know, how about uh, just so many different things that God has done out of His goodness to us and we forget about it. There's so many small, simple, little things that we forget about His goodness. And so we do need to be reminded about that. And the way that we respond, the way that we respond is an overflow of what we are truly believing in and what we are trusting in. I'm going to do another illustration here from this bottle of water. Some of you guys have probably seen this illustration, but I've got this bottle of water, and if I shake it, what, what comes out of it? Water. Why did water come out of that bottle? Why did it come out? Because I shook it, right? Well, what about this bottle? Same bottle, same exact bottle, shake this one, no water comes out. So it seems like a really sarcastic answer, right? Why did water come out of the bottle? Well, because there was water in it. Yeah. Well, sounds sarcastic, sounds a little whatever, but that is actually the truth. The truth is the water came out of the bottle because that's what was in the bottle. 
And so is our attitudes and our responses in life. Not necessarily because of what's going on around us, not necessarily because of the circumstances, but what comes out of our mouth and out of our, in our actions is a result of what we are believing in and what the truth that we are standing on is. Let me give you another example. My daughter, Lydia, she is our um, middle daughter. Uh, she, uh, at the table the other night, says, Dad, Dad, let me tell you something. I said, okay, little um, favorite daughter, what can I help you with? <laughs> We're not supposed to have favorites? Oh, oh, okay. No, just kidding. Uh, she says, Dad, guess what happened today? She said, Elijah dunked my head underwater in the pool. And I tried my hardest to put on my shocked face like, unbelievable. I could not believe that he would do that. Like, that is just unbelievable. Why would he dunk your head underwater in the pool? Are you kidding me? It's amazing. And she said, and very aptly, un unbelievably, she says, because I splashed him. Oh, okay. So at least she like understood, you know, that she had some culpability in his responses. But that's not entirely true, though, right? He dunked her head underwater, not because she splashed him, but because of what he believed in his heart at that moment. What he believed in his heart at that moment was that he would be justified, he had justification to do that to dunk her head underwater, to get her back, to retaliate. That's what he believed in his heart. What if he believed that he actually deserved to be splashed? His response would be different, right? He would respond in a different way. She splashed him. He would think to himself, oh, I, I deserve that. And so he would not retaliate. He would not do anything different, right? Those, that is... Um, that's a great example of what we believe in in each and every moment of our life dictates what our response is out of our mouth. And so if we hold these truths, the author is showing us that we're holding these truths, these should be our responses. If we believe and in our heart we are his Right? And we are, we are made by him and the sheep of his pastures. Our response of our life should be making a joyful noise, singing with gladness and serve, or serving with gladness and singing. If we believe in our hearts that he is good, result, uh, regardless of our circumstances, we would respond in thanksgiving. In thanksgiving. Now, that does not mean, that does not mean that every single day and every single moment of our life that we should come and come to church and like we have this smile plastered on our face, you know, super big and we're just, you know, always happy, right? Because there are going to be moments. There are going to be moments when some of you maybe are coming this morning with just 
super heavy burdens. And maybe you just got a call last night or something like that where you are grieving and you have something that is going on in your life that causes, uh, your, causes sadness and, and things like that. There are other scriptures that talk about coming together and weeping with those who weep and carrying one another's burdens and heavy things. And that is what uh, believers should do together. But I think generally speaking, generally speaking, we should be responding like this psalm shows, tells us, that we should be generally excited and happy and glad and coming into his presence with very thankful hearts and genuinely thankful for what God does. And um, so there are going to be moments, there are going to be times where, where maybe that response is not met with this big smile or, or happy and excited. But uh, generally speaking, that should be our, uh, the way that our lives are, are operated in thankfulness and, and uh, excitement for serving and gladly serving. And um, it also does not mean that when you wake up on a Sunday morning, you know, and you just don't feel like it, you know, you know that mo- some of you just woke up this morning and did that. You know, you just don't feel like coming to church. That doesn't mean that that's an excuse, right? Because I can't come with, you know, with gladness and singing and, you know, the car is not on the, on the way here. You're not, you know, singing at the top of your lungs to whatever song is on the radio or whatever. That doesn't necessarily, you know, mean that there's, you know, that built-in excuse to not come. I would just encourage you um, to just prepare your hearts at home and still come come to living waters where maybe you're going to rub shoulders with somebody that's uh, in our congregation that can um, sharpen you and, and encourage you uh, in your attitude towards your worship in the morning. And so I would just say that, that those things are not negated. The, the grief and, the, and, the, um, and maybe some things that are going on that are just, that are difficult and hard. Um, and then also you know, the, the fact that our emotions should not be the things that run our lives. The, they should not generally be what controls what we do in our life. They should be a response to these truths, that we are His and He is good. Those should generally uh, respond in this way the psal- that the psalmist wrote in thankful praise and exciting. And corporately, corporately, um, as Living Waters Fellowship, general, you know, we should be coming and uh, singing with excitement. Uh, this morning in the first service, uh, I was kind of—I was here for music practice, so I kind of got like a preview of what was going on, and and I kind of was giving a, a Brandon a little bit of grief in the first service. I said, you know, we should have our songs should be exciting. Like, they should be upbeat, exciting, and, and joyful, and that's how we should be responding um, as a congregation. And I knew that the, the closing song was a little slower. <laughs> and, and so I, I, I said, you know, I welcomed the worship team up, and I said, you know, Brandon, come bring an excited song. <laughs> and it was kind of like, murmur, you know. But it was, I mean, it's still good. It's still good, and it's good truth. It's actually, I mean, it was amazingly, it was the last, last song we just did, 
right before I came up? Yeah. So filled with tons of awesome truth. And that doesn't necessarily, again, mean that our, our mouth should be like, you know, ear to ear, happy and, and excited all the time. That's just, that's not my personality. I can't get there, you know, all the time. Um, and so I think that responding to these truths, I think, generally speaking, is a heart, heart of thankfulness, and that should come out, and then a heart of singing, gladness, serving with gladness. And so um, just wanted to bring that this morning to you, just to encourage you. Um, if you don't know, um, if you don't know, that you are his this morning. I would just encourage you to find somebody to talk with myself or one of the other pastors, Pastor Rob, uh, that was up here earlier this morning giving announcements, and Pastor Josh back there. If you don't know for certain that you are his, I want you to, want you to um, find them this morning and talk with them. And if you are his and you know you are his, and you, and you know that God is good and you're seeing those things in your, in your life, those truths should bring out a level of thankfulness and praise in our life, shouldn't it? And so I just encourage you that this, uh, this week. And So I'll close in prayer. And this time, we will be greeted with an excited song from our worship team. So thanks, God, so much for this day. Thank you so much for... Um, just the word uh, this morning and the two truths that we see in this psalm that you are good and we belong to you. And God, may our lives accurately reflect that attitude um, in our worship of you. Thankful hearts, thankful things coming out of our mouth and our, in our lives and praising and gladness and singing. God, may we serve you this morning with, with gladness and be around one another and encouraging one another this morning. In your name I pray. Amen.